Gia. Yo, what up? This is Mike Brown, and this is The Art of Letting Go. What's going on, y'all? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? We got two special guests. Well, one one regular guest in the building. Special guest in the building. Crenshaw. What up? What's going on? Not too much, man. Last time you, last episode we recorded with you was right before you moved to New York. Right. And that had to be like, what, a year ago? Uh, maybe so. Maybe slightly under a year. Maybe under, eh, probably right about a year. Yeah. So you've been, you've been gone for a year. You're back in town. Welcome back. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate and, uh, it. And just for the people that, that don't know you, can you go ahead and introduce yourself? Uh, Crenshaw. Um, oh, it's like introducing myself. Guy uh, moved to New York, <laughs> uh, from LA, Wichita, born, uh, from LA, moved to New York, back visiting. Uh, yeah, Crenshaw's a comedian. Uh, <laughs> so a, dope, on this. a dope photographer. Um, yeah, yeah, man. Would you like to introduce yourself to the people? Yeah. <laughs> James, <clears throat> aka that yoga dude Woods. Oh my bad. And it's not a yeah. source magazine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Yo, we coming from coming to you from the port. Oh uh, yeah, happy to be on the podcast with these two dope, very very dope creatives, loving creatives. Uh, what's this guy named? Mike Brown. Podcast, podcast creator, fashion designer. He make uh, shoes and merch. Does amazing programming for youth and community sure, work. Uh, Crenshaw, when he doesn't have the white around his mouth, <laughs> <laughs> he's a no, he's he's a funny guy. A writer, uh, stand up on the stage, knock him down, comedian. Really a giver. Um, and also coming from the mental health space in a community, was it psychoanalyzing and overanalyzing a whole bunch of stuff? Nah, he's um, I'm I'm very blessed to be on the show with some educated, dope, creative, yeah. ugly <laughs> fellas. I appreciate that, man. That was that was a a really great introduction. Shit, I almost feel like I got to give you one back, but I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man, as as I was on my way over here, I was thinking about just, like, us going from, like, sitting in libraries and doing work to now, like, you know, thriving in our own spaces. And, um, shit, man, I, I really wanted to start with you, Crenshaw, and just kind of see, like, just where you've been at, man. Like, you, like I said, you've been gone for about a year. Like, how, how has that transition been for you? Uh, so it's been a little weird. Definitely going out there. I don't know moving to a new city as an adult. You know, meeting people is uh, a a uh, challenge at times, especially for somebody like myself who's typically introverted and uh, has tendencies to isolate and all that. But yeah. um, so the move kind of one enhanced that feeling and kind of shown that part of yourself a little bit more. It's like, oh shit, you got to actually work to get out you can't be like oh the people i know are busy because you don't know no you don't know anybody really so it's like all right i really need to uh not just rely on the isolation and this kind of old way with myself so um 
so for in one way the movie's been interesting in that reason. Uh but it's been dope. Otherwise, man, I feel like always going to a new place is a great experience, figuring stuff out, learning more about yourself in the process and um yeah, man. So it's been cool so far. That's what's up. How have you been occupying your time? Uh so do a lot of comedy, not as much as I should, but uh I do do that a lot. Um I still it's weird that you know sometimes you expect to move to uh, you know, inherently have some change with me, but you can just kind of fall back into old patterns of uh existing and living. And so that happens at times where I do just kind of chill at home. I can be at home all day sometimes. Um but doing the comedy working well was working. <laughs> um but doing the comedy for the most part and also just kinda of getting out and exploring, seeing new stuff in the city. That's what's up. Um I would like to hear from both of y'all on uh how the dating scene is going for you. Just because I've kinda taken a break myself and I know that James has stepped back in. So I'd be curious to hear about that. Getting back into the dating scene has been interesting. Um, listening to your last podcast, maybe the one before, talking about being ready to really offer somebody me, offer somebody my time, my energy, my focus. Because the more I spent time with myself, like we talked about before, I took about a year off, calendar year, almost off, to really look at what I had to offer. And I was like, man, it's a lot. And look at all the people who were also offering me that love, family, friends, community, and I know how I want to show up in a relationship and I want to meet somebody who is also prepared to show up to that extent. I don't, I don't know what that looks like all the way. Uh, I went on like maybe like a date or two, you know, some women connected with some women really didn't, uh, still ain't had no sex. <laughs> That's like, it's whatever now. Um, <laughs> what's up, man? Ew. <laughs> we all here at the lack when I'm screaming I ain't had no sex and somebody just gave me a nod. <laughs> like, um, any minute. <laughs> but man, really still discovering what I want and being able to talk about just the relationships that I have and has helped me to really discover the relationship that I want to build in. And I'm not in a rush to jump into a relationship, as Mike was talking about in previous podcasts, too. Still building on a relationship with my business and with the what I contribute to the world and how I want to show up within my purpose. Uh, just looking for somebody to align up with that and for me to give that to somebody. You know, definitely still, it's as a human being, I get lonely. Um, just want somebody to talk to, want somebody to text me in the morning, want somebody to tell about all the things I've been doing and all that kind of stuff. Um, and it makes me sometimes want to go to old relationships or go to places where I know it's not all the way what I want, but it's kind of a piece of what I want. Like, oh, okay, I met somebody. We kind of can talk. I can at least text them. It's like, nah, but I know the other parts ain't there. And I don't know if I'm willing to throw myself into building the other parts so i'm just really still just trying to be patient with myself and follow my just connection and follow my um follow for lack of a better term really just follow my heart if i feel connected to somebody i'm willing to go deep into a relationship with somebody but if it's not there i'm not gonna force it and that's just where i'm at 
Interesting, you said uh, being patient with yourself because that's definitely something I can, uh, you know, I guess identify with and relate to. That's in the sense of I feel like I'm at the point or at the place where I want to not necessarily looking for romantic relationships like that, but seeing how I guess one thing I was really lacking was just kind of interacting with people and kind of connecting with people and, you know, um, being genuine when doing that. And so that's kind of where the focus is now towards like meaningful romantic aspect comes along. That's cool. I mean, I'd be open to that, but it's more so just um, kind of being aware of how to be, you know, like yourself in a relationship and, you know, just in any relationship, you know, whether it be professional or uh, platonic, I guess, friendship or romantic. But um, so more so the focus now is just trying to, uh, you know, work on being that, like being myself, speaking, you know, my mind and stuff, not just kind of, uh, you know, kind of going along with what maybe the conversation might be or worried about how it will be perceived and changing it up based on that. But, <clears throat> you know, really just putting your uh, putting your true, my true self out there, rather. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of where it's at now with the uh, dating thing. Like, similar to James, when I've been on a couple dates and, you know, nothing wasn't uh, like, oh, shit, this is rest of my life right here but you know just uh kind of getting out there slowly putting a toe in the water and seeing what comes back that's what's up i definitely uh i definitely agree with you on like just getting getting in tune with yourself because uh yeah. i know for me i i get lost in relationships or i have in the past yeah so now i've been building up myself just to really really understand who i am so when somebody else does come into this space it's like they are in addition to it, and I'm not. I'm not so much trying to attach right, right. to them. Just wanted to ask both of y'all, being in the space of choosing what you're doing over a relationship, how do y'all deal with those times when somebody or a situation come up where it's like it's in between? You have to choose between your purpose or what you're doing in a relationship. Is it like? how do you stand by what you're doing or do you say you know what it is time for me to just to maybe engage somebody else but you know what i mean right uh so that hasn't specifically come up for me yet but uh one thing i guess i've in the like i was saying kind of being yourself and being your true self one thing that i am just trying to be is like more honest about who i am from the jump yeah and what i'm looking for and what i'm trying to do so it's like I mean, I'm sure there might be a riff or an argument at some point, but if you kind of stay consistent with, yeah, I'm kind of working on this, and this is my primary focus right now, and uh, being comfortable saying that and, you know, actually saying it, not just thinking it and expecting that person <laughs> to understand it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so kind of, you know, just being yourself from the jump, being honest from the uh, jump. So. I agree with that. I think uh, for me it's very similar to that, and more so being clear with myself than the other person and also like not just with my words but with my actions too you know and uh, like for me yeah the clarity and and that communication is so important so I I have to check in with myself a lot to make sure I'm I'm still feeling what I'm feeling and express it to that person and and see what they feel because I mean you know me I I definitely catch feelings real fast (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he be caring just, about me. <laughs> <laughs> be in love real quick. Oh, he's so special. And now it's like, you know, for me, I understand. Because I, I think 
in my journey, I didn't know myself in, in that realm of the world. So I was trying to impress people, you know, kind of going above and beyond. And it's like, okay, I know who the fuck I am. So now I want to see who other people are. But at the same time, I know that's not my focus. So it's like not even putting that energy into it and telling somebody straight up like, hey, this is what I'm working on. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm really focused on right now. I don't have the energy to invest in this, me personally. Yeah, I I do want a long-term relationship. I do want to be married eventually. So I feel like I need to lay tracks for that. At the same time, continue to lay tracks for my career, my purpose, my vision and everything. So I feel that pressure sometimes from myself and then from looking outwards too, seeing people get married and wanting to have that, that marriage and hearing people like, yeah, man, get you a good wife and you be, you know, and like I said, wanting that. But at the same time, I can't put that over who I am. Like you said, taking time to really learn from that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was saying, I think that sound, I mean, as far as like laying the tracks for like your career and also for relationships, it's kind of one and the same. I mean, because I feel like if you're not happy with your, that aspect of your life, whether that be career and all that, then you're not going to be able to be your best self for lack of a better term in a in a relationship and so i think that's a at least for me that's a lot of kind of what i'm working on just kind of like working on like career and all that but also just like you know how i feel about myself and uh trying to get to the best place there before you know necessarily taking a bunch of issues into uh a new relationship and all that so it's uh yeah man i think it's one and the same getting yourself right is getting right for other people. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, for me, the priority, you know, prior to, shit, prior to coming out, the priority was the quote-unquote career or the passion. And when I put myself in a space to be able to be open and being free with myself, like dating and relationships and like the romantic side became the the focus I think because I never experienced it before you know I I think about that a lot of times when I think about shit y'all are just friends in general like from high school and shit like people had the the opportunity to date you know high school you know I was 27 years old in my first relationship so it was it was a lot of learning that took place and you know, now, like, being where I'm at, it's like, okay, I've, I've done that, I've pursued it, I've tried it, now let me see if I spent shit the next six years pursuing what I really want to pursue and what comes out of that. And I, dating as a kid, I feel like as an adult now, after that year especially, it feels like I'm dating for the first time, because dating with the purpose of being uh, in a long-term relationship or exploring that is different from as a kid just trying to have sex or just doing something to do something. Um, and now it's in a place where I know how much a relationship is going to either add value or take value away from me. So going into relationships, I try to shut it off of thinking like, oh, okay, she picked up the fork with the left hand. Mm, nah, <laughs> I can't do it. And just criticizing and judging and psychoanalyzing and all that. And really stepping away from that and just having fun and enjoying people. And, Mike, you have 
preached that to me a lot of just being able to enjoy people and spend time with people for what it is just enjoy dating and getting to know people for what it is and I honestly I still really don't like it I don't I don't like it because I feel like um, you don't like getting to know people. What do you mean? Or? Uh, I don't like doing the dating thing. Uh, right, right, yeah, right. I don't like it because it's it's <clears throat> awkward. It's weird. I a lot of times I feel like when I'm clear um, and concise with people, I don't get what I want sometimes. Right. Then it's like you know what? I'm not really interested in you. I'm probably just interested in having sex with you, or I'm just not interested with you at all. And sometimes people don't. It's just it's a messy thing. But I know as we talked about, it's a part of just me getting more comfortable being myself and being authentic. Like, hey, no matter what, I got to be authentic, uh, right. whatever the outcome is. But just dating is it's messy. And I kind of I don't want to be that person, of, as you always say, too. I can do bad all by myself. <laughs> 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 but just go through the process with it. Right. <clears throat> That's what's up. Um, kind of transitioning away from dating i was curious to know would y'all younger selves be proud of who you are today like would your younger self look up to you today uh there are aspects um i think more so now like kind of moving away from like academia and kind of pursuing that and kind of really going after what genuinely brings me uh you know joy and interest and all that i think myself would be younger self would be proud of that um still think there's like <clears throat> mistakes and stuff that you i don't know that you kind of uh which i don't know if it's a younger self or like a uh inner self <laughs> right now that is still kind of upset and kind of uh critical of past mistakes and stuff like that and so i mean it almost feels like your younger self kind of uh when you are kind of very critical of yourself uh which i uh can be and am all most of the time not most of the time whenever uh <laughs> as you can be it feels like you know you're mad at the mistakes that you made in the past so it's like that self is like stuck there like man why the fuck would you do why would you make that decision why'd you do this blah 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 blah. and then it's your kind of current self now dealing with all that stuff so um yeah so how do you make peace with those parts of yourself in order to to move past them uh shit that's what i'm figuring out now um one i guess acceptance uh just accepting that shit you fuck up sometimes you make mistakes you veer off your path um <clears throat> and also i don't know i guess it's like kind of removing value from decisions and kind of things that happen like things happen like you're going to be on this earth for x amount of years x amount of time and stuff has to happen like whether it be whether you consider it good or bad, you kind of place that value on it. Like, oh, this was something bad that happened. It was something good that happened. Rather than and then now, it's like accepting that it is something that happened, and it's just this thing. And now you can choose, I guess, how to react to it, and um, you know, choose to either be upset with it and kind of look at it as this negative thing that's you know had whatever consequences, and uh, that kind of just leads to me you know kind of being upset but not fixing it because it is something that's already happened or it's kind of being like well fuck it it is what it is at this point and then you have to uh adjust for this day if that makes sense like whatever the day is you got to do what feels right and feels like the uh the direction you should be headed at that point so my younger self would not be proud of me and it wouldn't my younger self would not be proud of me because of the things that my younger self aspired to have and to recognize. 
So looking up, I'm looking up to rappers and people with a bunch of money and stuff. I live with my parents right now. So my younger self, I'm like, nah, but my younger self would have been so intrigued by me. My younger self would have wanted to be around me. My younger self would have asked me a bunch of questions. But consciously, my younger self would not have recognized what I had to offer them. Because I'm looking for the, the money, the honey, you know. Right. And I'm just offering my younger self freedom. You <laughs> dig? <laughs> so, True, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, like, really being real with myself, no. Because yeah. I still have that younger self in me that still wants the flashy cars and a bunch of girls and all that kind of stuff. And that's that critical part of me. Like, you ain't there yet. Right. Which you was admiring at 11 years old, 12 years old. You still trying to... You still ain't got that, so I can't give you all the props. People don't say props no more, but <laughs> I can't give you all that. And so, but I remember as a kid, it was some some men and yeah, probably some women too, but really some men who were like different and had something different about them. And I just always wanted to be around them and kind of figure out. They didn't have all the stuff that you've seen on TV, but I knew they had something to offer. And I feel like I would have been that person. And as a kid, I wasn't conscious that if I was proud of them or not just like man i want to be around this person versus i need another fubu jersey that's real i think uh i don't know I, some parts of me i do feel like my younger self would definitely be proud of and uh connect to because i look at just some of the people that i had looked up to it wasn't like like you said for the for the flash i wasn't really looking up, up to them for the flash it was more so just how they carried themselves and just being themselves and just not giving a fuck. Granted, most of them ended up being like rappers and shit like that, but like the the people I most connected to were like Pharrell or Kanye or even Currency. Like when, you know, when I was living in New Orleans, Currency was like the coolest nigga to me and he wasn't super flashy and no shit like that. He was regular, but just cool, you know? So I think I would have looked up to me at this point. What advice? Well, before we go there, because I don't know when the next time we're going to see you, Crenshaw. Um, what's next for you? Uh, Like as far as just whatever? Just, like yeah, that. everything. Uh, So I guess trying to stay in New York a little bit longer. Um, so you're looking for a job out there. Definitely trying to, uh, maybe not within the next year, the next two or three, maybe depending on how stuff goes, trying to like transition out of uh, like social service work and all that. And maybe trying to, um, I don't know if I could do comedy full time by that point, but you know, something closer to that world as far as being able to support myself uh, that way financially. Um, Definitely trying to grow grow individually i mean i think you know it's a new year all that so you kind of uh that time of reflection and uh looking forward to changes that you want to make and stuff but really just trying to um improve personally i guess is uh kind of the biggest thing i think that uh career I mean, career and you know making moves and all that sometimes uh for some people myself included can that can overshadow like yeah you know uh introspective growth and like doing real work on yourself so <clears throat> trying to be more mindful of that and be more conscious of making uh decisions based on um you know how that would benefit me mentally emotionally you know all that 
wellness uh, aspects of me. So it's kind of where it is now. You know, that's what's up. What about you? What's next for you? More of what I'm doing, taking it to the level where I've been seeing it for a long time, but have been afraid to go and using the excuse of, oh, I don't know. Like, it's no excuse to say I don't know. So much information out there. Really looking at myself and saying, you scared and going past that. Um, So getting myself more online and creating more content to let people into what I'm doing. Um, Just growing up, not letting people into what I'm doing has just been a part of my personality. I'm letting that go. Um, Somebody said the other day that they didn't really see my other friends and it has i've never been a person that my one set of friends haven't meet really with the other set of friends always been separate and really letting that go because i have a powerful group of people in my life and moving forward and and really supporting my friends more man it was it definitely was a has been a proud moment and proud moments of seeing my two best friends uh bert and ernie really doing the work uh, just really seeing Crenshaw writing jokes, like man, he's doing the dirty work of writing it, and seeing Mike Brown editing and setting up the websites and doing the the dirty work of creating a podcast. Because we spend a lot of time in coffee shops, we spend a lot of time in libraries talking about stuff and BSing and kind of just playing around <coughs> with school and playing around with a bunch of ideas. So to see them really put in the work, see y'all, I'm talking to y'all. See y'all really put in the work to accomplish your dreams, even when it get hard, even when it's not pretty, has been inspiring me. So definitely learning more about myself that I got to stay around that energy. Um, I can't isolate. I can't cut myself off. That don't work for me. I can get work done uh, with my friends, with my family, um, in a in community, and being able to be intimate with people on that level of just loving them and being loved. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Intimate, ooh. <laughs> and we, we've we known each other 16 years, but we never got older than 16. We're still making the same jokes. We don't care about it. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, shit. He <clears throat> yeah, actually, I don't know, kind of maybe think of other stuff. But yeah, kind of watching you, Mike, and kind of what you've done with the podcast has just been definitely been inspiring, I guess, as being uh, comfortable with yourself and open with yourself and kind of uh, – putting out your true putting your true self out there is definitely been uh like i said inspiring and uh admiring admirational something i admire about you i've been seeing. admirable there we go uh that's that xavier education <laughs> paying <laughs> off <laughs> i went to dillard that's why I talk like that. <laughs> um but yeah so i gotta say that man watching you do your thing and definitely uh inspiring and uh something i want to do better in myself and just being more truthful and honest and open so appreciate that damn kelly <laughs> michelle <laughs> <laughs> y'all y'all gave me some powerful words no but i i really do <laughs> no i was holding that one for a little while <laughs> but no nah, man i really appreciate y'all so much man <laughs> Like, I don't think I would be here without y'all, you know, just being able to, you know, be so vulnerable and have people that I can, you know, express when I feel good, express when I feel bad, and really just be there through all that shit. And, man, if I could give both of y'all any piece of advice, 
man, it would just be to just be kind to yourself, man. Like I just know from experience talking shit to yourself or not not feeling like you worth what you deserve, that shit just gonna keep digging you into a deeper pit. So man, if you can find that shit and even if you don't know what that shit looks like, try, man. <laughs> you know, for me I, I had to really let myself know like I don't know who the fuck I am. Because if I'm seeing myself this way and everybody else is seeing me like, you know, all these positive things, I need to fucking see that shit. So let go of that shit, man. Um, One more thing I wanted to ask y'all was out of everything that you've learned in your life, like what is one piece of advice that you could give to somebody else at this point in your life? Thank you, Michelle. So I'm definitely Kelly. <laughs> um, <clears throat> one piece of advice that I could give to somebody from from my life. Oh man, I just just hold on, keep going, um, keep going, keep going towards freedom. Uh, listening to that Will Smith interview where he talks about you know letting go of that self that you had to build up. It is a constant process in that life and in, in, in this life um just hold on keep going sometimes you don't feel like doing it sometimes you feel like what am i doing this for um but just i don't know sound basic it sound like a gospel song but just really just hold on keep going keep dreaming um keep finding those spaces where you feel good at um i know some places that i didn't feel good but i put myself in them because i thought that's where i was supposed to be and that's what i was supposed to be doing um no go where you feel good go where you feel good and feel free to feel free uh first off uh michelle was understated beauty and (laughs) she was the the special one in the group had the most personality and charm about herself wasn't all about the looks michelle was the (laughs) shout out michelle man yeah y'all from h-town um yeah uh, so I guess the advice that I give would be to not uh don't worry about looking cool. I guess something that has hindered me in the past. I mean, just be okay looking stupid, looking silly, um, and be okay looking stupid, looking silly. Pursuing whatever ideas you have. Don't just let these things sit <clears throat> and go to waste. So uh, if you're thinking about doing something, start doing it. It might not work out the first time, but fuck it, keep going. Um, it hardly ever works out the first time. Like nobody gets it right first go around. So uh, yeah, just keep pushing it. Keep pushing whatever interesting thing you're thinking about doing, and uh, don't waste don't waste time. Yeah, that's dope, that man. I pre- <laughs> I appreciate y'all being here. Can y'all please share with the listeners where they could find you, what you got going on? Cause they listening. Uh. Crenshaw Rashad on Instagram. Uh, gonna be doing more shows in the New York area this year, so stay on the lookout. Uh, please come support those when I post about it. Uh, yeah, Instagram Crenshaw Rashad, Crenshaw underscore Rashad. There you go. www.feelfree2feelfree.net. F E E L F R E E. The number two F. E-E-L-F-R-E-E dot net. <laughs> That's difficult. 
check us out and then also datyogadude.com and go to the instagram page datyogadude d-a-t-y-o-g-a-d-u-d-e.com so we are launching our first ever live webinar we've been doing this work for the last 10 years plus really of working with youth mentoring with our clinical practices and also adding into the yoga and just all the work we put together into a live training on how you can bring in social emotional and wellness programs in the school so if you have youth that you work with whether it's a church program boy scouts girl scouts i don't care if you feel like the youth that you serve can just use some tools to help them relax and calm down and focus we're doing a live training to equip you with those tools i mean we know they work we have all the clinical studies we have all the background and like i said years and years and years of putting this work into place and now we want to train more people to do the work that we do showing you all the steps of even how to get into the schools get into the programs how to train the people all the stuff so send us a dm send us an email to any of those sites that yoga dude um on instagram or that yoga dude.com or www.feelfreetofeelfree.net or email me james.woods at feelfreetofeelfree.net so i can share with you our i'll share with you our free curriculum that man got us in the schools and got us like and got us paid and stuff too show you how to get paid doing the work that um you've been purposed to do help some kids and help some people out so check us out and you can find these brothers on tinder baller.com <laughs> or whatever app you are looking for i don't know <laughs> But yeah, man, thank y'all for listening. And this is The Art of Letting Go. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> thank you for tuning into this week's episode of The Art of Letting Go. If you like what you heard, please be sure to subscribe to us wherever you listen to this podcast and leave a comment. Let us know what you think. Let other people know what you think as well. If you want to get in touch with us, hit us up on all social media at The Art of Letting Go podcast. Also, you can send me an email, theartoflettinggopodcast at gmail.com, or give us a call. Leave a message. We might play it on the show. 213-394-2773. Also, if you would like to support The Art of Letting Go, we got some really cool merch on bonanza.com, as well as we're now on Patreon. You can find us, The Art of Letting Go Podcast. Subscribe to us. Thank you guys for listening. This is Mike Brown, and this is The Art of Letting Go.